So here's a question. Have any of you ever fallen in love with someone at first sight? Has that truly magical thing ever happened to you? Want to know my truth? It hasn't. I have never experienced the magic of love at first sight, especially when it comes to romantic love. I just seem to have experienced lust at first sight, quite a bit if I'm being honest. As a former impatient person, with a great appreciation for instant gratification, a strong first feeling was essential to my existence. I'm going to share a story with you. My boyfriend, now husband, lived in Los Angeles and I in India the whole time we were dating. We were trying to make this cross-continental relationship work. And like I mentioned, for someone who has a deep love for instant gratification, it wasn't the easiest. So yes, we used to fly into each other's cities ever so often to see each other. And for the life of me, I did not understand how he loved Los Angeles. Endless freeways, gazillion hours in traffic to get a drink, fast followed by waiting endlessly in line to get a table, and all this for someone who had just sat on a 24-hour flight to get to Los Angeles. <sighs> there are many ways to describe La La Land. But love at first sight, or even at second sight, wasn't it for me. If that wasn't enough, I also managed to coddle a similar theory around first impressions in my head. I was someone who treated my first impressions of things as my first judgments, making a strong decision in my head about where the future of something sits in my life. Dramatic, right? So as luck would have it, three years into my relationship, guess who is now moving to LA? Yup, it was me. Well, see, my boyfriend and I were getting married, which was the good bit. But the not-so-fun bit was me spending months negotiating a list of cities around the world with him where we could start our lives together. And L.A. wasn't on that list. But I guess not wanting to be here so much had me manifest my life into moving to sunny California four years ago. So I did what all would do. I started telling myself, oh, don't worry, Supriya, this is going to be great. You're going to love LA. <laughs> and just as I said that to myself, I decided to read my immigration papers. And there it was, in big, bold letters. I was listed as an alien. Want to know a fun fact? All us immigrants who moved to the United States are called aliens on paper. I guess the universe is actually talking to us. My luck, however, was playing different games with me. My theory of first impressions was putting itself to test, and quite immediately after moving. Because, you know, when you get to a new city where you know absolutely nobody, the search for finding friends for us begins almost instantly, right? But this time, all I wanted was to meet people who might want to spend a little more time with me before they decided where my future sits in their life, hoping desperately that they didn't coddle a similar theory of first impressions in their mind. Clearly, a mental workshop I was way too familiar with. Two years into struggling with my theories, 
it happened. Boom. The magic actually happened. I slowly but surely was now in love with Los Angeles. Figured all it took was the everyday stuff, really. Finding a neighborhood I loved and realizing there are so many beautiful parts of this city to choose from. I finally figured my way around this massive city. And for someone who has failed their DMV test thrice and is still sitting around without a license, finding their way around was like winning the amazing race. And then came the best part. Actually getting immersed in the boiling pot of culture and individuality this city has to offer. I found myself enjoying the wait in line outside coffee shops, just absorbing all that diversity around me. And slowly but surely, I found people I cared about. And now knew I was never alone on this ride. There were many like me who were just waiting to rise in love with this city. The licenseless me was switching lanes. From that instant gratification lane to the slow love lane. And what a feeling it was to finally get on this scenic route. And I guess this is when my theories went into the trash. But along came my new theory. The theory of slow love. And here's the thing. It doesn't really mean slow life, which is what I believed I was experiencing. It was just slow love. It was rising in love with all things around me and sometimes building in those speed bumps so that I could stop and just enjoy them a bit longer. Imagine this. If after a not-so-fun first date, you decided to not swipe left on them in your head, but met them again, is it possible you might just walk away thinking, you know what? That was actually kind of nice. Haven't you had those colleagues that you couldn't really get along with at first, but because of having no choice in the matter but to spend time with them? Over a period of time, you went from they're actually kind of nice, to we should definitely get drinks after work tonight. I know, I'm not sharing a unique experience or a unique story with you all, and you possibly have far more interesting versions of these stories from your everyday lives. But giving people a little bit more of a chance doesn't really hurt, right? Even what started off as a bad romance for all of us when it came to 2020, looking back at it this Christmas, all I think about is all the things I learned to slowly love this year. I guess all I'm saying is, let's slow love a little and give ourselves a break from the pressure of deciding everything the first chance we get. It's really like that feeling of holding a hot cup of chai in your hands on a cold, rainy day. Our palms are getting a little warmer and you are getting a lot more comfortable. Let's just enjoy that in-between phase of it and do away from the pressure of wanting to immediately swipe left or swipe right. <laughs>